Hello everyone, Sarah's from Germany. I'm Jadel Kiskarboris and welcome to my sixth episode of Running and Fabulous, <laughs> a podcast created to ignite and empower new and amateur runners to hit the road and push themselves to the next level. Today, I have to be a little quiet because the kids are sleeping and they'll probably wake up crying, Mama, why are you talking so loud? <laughs> But speaking of being little and little kids, I was thinking when we were little, we were often asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? Remember that? Do you remember that? I remember every adult I ever met when I was little asked me, so what do you want to be when you grow up? There were two questions. How are you doing in school? And what do you want to be when you grow up, right? <laughs> I'm like, hell, you know, I'm all grown up and I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> But then again, really, we figure it out eventually, right? We grow up and then we get so bogged down with life and responsibilities um, that we don't think about and nobody else ever asks us, how do you want to be when you grow old? right? Except maybe when we go to the doctor, they often ask us about our family's medical history, sort of like hinting at, hey, you know, you are at risk of this and that, you know, they kind of makes us remember our aunt that maybe died of cancer or our uncle that had Alzheimer or the mother that has diabetes or father that has high cholesterol. And suddenly you're, you enter into this mode of, oh my God, you know, Eve runs in my family. So I'm in these buckets, like I'm in these um, risk buckets. And so we don't often stop to think, but we're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm getting older. And if, if that's what I'm seeing in my family, most likely that's what I'm going to be like when I reach their age, right? Well, that's a very frightening thought, you know, and we don't really know how we're going to be when we grow old, right? The worst case scenario, you are going to, your prediction or your doctor's prediction that you're in this risk bucket actually comes true. Um, and, then, and then you're fearful of that, right? And the best case scenario, you are, um, you are like some, some people that are, that are running around literally these days. Um, I, I usually get inspired by those that have gone down the road that I want to go down, even if they're not related to me, right? Like I won't let the boogeyman tell me that I'm in this bucket and that I'm in this risk factor. And that's what my life is going to be in the future, right? So I see people these days much older than me that show me that the impossible is possible, okay? Regardless of your genetic predisposition for certain diseases, okay? And today, I want to shine the light on someone that inspires me. Um, she proved to me, yet again, because I keep finding examples in real life, she proved to me that age is nothing but a number, Okay, her, her name is Jeannie Rice, and she's an extraordinary 70-year-old grandma. You heard right, 70-year-old seven seven grandma who 
just ran the New York City Marathon this last Sunday. <laughs> Yay! That's right. Wait, she did not only run the New York City Marathon, she smoked it. Grandma finished the marathon in my dream time. Like, I have not been able to make that time yet. And um, But let me just say it again. She is a 70-year-old grandma, okay? <laughs> and she finished the New York City Marathon in three hours and 40 minutes. Can you believe that? I mean, some of us can only dream about that, you know, in like when we're half her age. Am I half her age? No, I'm a little bit over half her age now, I think. <laughs> but not only that, she actually ran the Chicago Marathon just a month before and finished that marathon in three hours and 27 minutes. I mean, grandma is on fire. Go grandma, go grandma, go grandma. Shh, I need to be quiet. (laughs) So Jeannie, Jeannie actually holds the U.S. record for running the fastest marathon in her age group, in her category, at the age of 66. She ran the Utah St. George Marathon in three hours, 21 minutes and 47 seconds. I mean, is, is that, where does she get that fire? Grandma, we need to talk. You need to tell us your secret. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. How did she start running? You know, I started to look her up and I'm just like, how, the, how did this happen? And I found more stuff on grandma. I mean, she started running in 1983, right? She was already in her mid-30s. So she's a late bloomer in the running scene, yeah? And what triggered her to run was that um, she once um, went to South Korea to visit her family, she's from there. So apparently it's customary um, to treat the guests with a banquet of food everywhere, right? And in order to be polite, you have to kind of, you have to eat what they're offering. And I know that that's, that's also in my culture, sort of like if somebody gives you a plate of food, you just don't say no, even though you're full or even though it's not good for you or whatnot. You're polite, you accept the food and you eat it. And so when she got back to the States, she was seven pounds heavier. Um, that's about three and a half kilos, yeah? And it may not sound like a lot, but you know, she's five two, and I can totally relate how three and a half kilos can feel like 20 kilos for a short person, okay? it's it, it feels very, very heavy. Like I feel it when I am one kilo over my ideal weight. I feel it, right? And it has to do with, with the height. So um, when she got back and she realized that she had gained all that weight, she started jogging. She figured, I'll just keep running a chance, you know? And she went off running around the block and then extending, extending, extending. And so one day she ran a 5K race uh, with a friend who had been running for years, you know. And her friend came in third in that race and she came in fourth. Yeah, so Jeannie came in fourth place. And after that race, the rest is history. Okay, since then, she has run over one hundred marathons and over 800 races. I mean, grandma is on fire. <laughs> and every year she sets up a new goal and it's, it's 
amazing the energy like how can you do that at age 70 you know she runs i think uh to these days up to uh 15 to 80 marathons a year or some crazy unheard of amount of races that some of us can only dream of being able to do without sustaining injuries okay because she has not sustained any injuries it's it's really amazing now that is what I'm talking about. See, women like this one inspire me to keep on running and keep pushing myself to the next level. And I hope you too find some inspiration where others have gone before you. See, we're not doomed to age-related diseases. You don't have to run 100 marathons in order to, to live a healthy lifestyle, but making small lifestyle changes, dropping bad habits, picking up good ones, like exercising, eating healthy. I mean, it sounds like like a broken record, right? Exercise, eat healthy, to age healthy or to lose weight and stuff like that. But that is, that's really the formula. Like there is no more secrets. That it's That is the secret, you know? And we're always looking for shortcuts, which end up not working, right? <laughs> so anyway, these things can actually, these little changes can actually help you change the course of your genetic predispositions because genes can be actually expressed or suppressed based on the lifestyle choices that you make every single day. But anyways, in an interview uh, at the Benjamin Rose Institute for Aging, Jeannie was asked to, def uh, to define what successful aging is. And I'm going to quote, read what she answered. You can say that aging well is due to just one thing. To age healthy, you have to eat right. That's the biggest factor in aging well. And you have to exercise, not necessarily heavy exercise, but definitely activity that keeps you moving. And you have to get enough sleep and the right kind of sleep. You have to keep your mind active and engaged and motivated. You grow old when you stop doing things. And you have to take time for yourself. Take time to recharge. Take time to unwind from everyday stress that comes with just living. For me, that's when I'm running. There is no phone, no work, and peace of mind. And with that thought from Jeannie Rice, my fabulous listeners, this podcast has come to an end. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening to your host, Judelki Escarbores, and I wish you a schönen Tag and hasta mañana. Ciao.